My office away from home is very simple. I don't get to personalize it as I would if I am at home station. However, there's one object inside my office that bear a very significant and meaningful value for me. On top of the couch that uh, I usually have uh, people coming in for counseling or confession is the cross uh, of St. Damien, San Damiano cross. And I'm able to gaze at that cross when someone speaks to me. The person who's speaking to me might not see the cross, but I'm able to see the cross because it's behind them. Every time I gaze upon that cross, I'm being reminded that Christ is speaking to me, to this person. Whether this person have faith or not, whether this person recognize him or not, whether this person agree with me or not, Christ is speaking to me, to that person. My brothers and sisters, I have come to learn and have firsthand experience of what it means to live in the desert. In the desert, it not an easy place, a kind place, or a good place to live. The temperature can swing uh, very dramatically from one moment to the next. Not only that, but also sudden uh, uh, rain or sandstorm can happen at a given moment. The temperature, uh, the climate, the environment of the desert, it's harsh. And in the desert, if we're not careful, we can run into a lot of danger and a lot of trouble. Today, Jesus went into the desert and he allowed himself to be tempted by Satan. In our own desert too, whether it's uh, uh, we are facing a physical, humanistic, emotional, psychological, or spiritual desert, we will see that the desert brings a lot of challenge. Challenging us to first to see how small we are. So oftentimes, especially we, with the addiction to technology and screen time and stuff, we become so glued and think that we are the center of the world. But when we're in the desert, we begin to recognize that we are small and we're not in control. Second, the desert reminds us that we're not alone. Hmm? And then uh, by recognizing that we're not alone, we first are being tempted, tempted by the evil one. The evil one will either tempt us according to St. Ignatius in two different ways. First, by, by lying and manipulating uh, us, telling us that, oh, don't worry about our spiritual life. Don't worry about anything except ourselves. And if we buy into that lies, uh, that manipulation, then we can never seek anything uh, beyond ourselves. We become miserable and desperate and pitiful because we begin to complain, resent, angry, and negative because we don't have things our ways, especially when we feel small. But if we choose to search for God, who is higher than ourselves, who has created us, the devil begin to uh, to attack us by telling us 
who do, who do we think we are that we can change our life, that God can love us, that somehow we can save ourselves? The devil, if he cannot uh, lie and manipulate us with his sweetness at first, he will discourage us with despair and negative things. We, when we see how small we are, how, how manipulative and controlling the devil is, I hope we do not stop there. We continue to seek and seek God, then we will find God. There'll be a lot of courage, uh, discouragement, my brothers and sisters, just like in the first reading, that Noah had to go through the flood. Huh? He had to be tested. He had to endure all the hardship that's there. But remember, the flood was not the end. The flood was there to purify. The flood was there to wash away. The flood was there to, to test his faith and our faith in the one true God that reminds us that he's, it, he is with us in the storm itself. He's with us to help us to endure the storm and overcome the storm. And what happened after the storm? The rainbow comes. And that, and that is God's sign of His love and His faithfulness to us. We oftentimes had to endure the storm, endure the desert, endure the temptation, endure the despair, endure the discouragement, endure the lies, endure the manipulation, endure the uh, falsehood of the devil in order, in order to seek God. And once we recognize who God is, we recognize that He is faithful. In the desert, last of all, we hear the voice of God. God speaking through us, not in, uh, uh, not in pretentious, not in uh, um, captivating, not in appealing or entertaining ways, but speak to us in gentle, loving, faithful way. And He calls us to repentance, which is the conversion of our heart. Huh? The conversion of our heart so that our heart is pointed toward Him. Our heart is connected to Him. Our heart is given to Him. And our heart is free in Him. My brothers and sisters, once we know how free we are in God, we're able to repent and change our life and believe in the gospel the Aeon the good news of Christ, that He had loved us, to, He had uh, came to live like us in all things, but sin to die for us, to save us. This is the good news, that God never abandoned us, that God sent His only begotten Son to teach us what it means to be beloved sons and daughters of God. So that through the power and working of the Holy Spirit, we are transformed and have a new life in Him. That's why in the second reading from the first letter uh, that St. Peter wrote, he said, Christ suffered for sins, the righteous for the sake of unrighteous, that He might lead you and me to God, our Heavenly Father. He put to death uh, uh, our sin so that we no longer die to the uh, to the flesh and to the world, uh, but uh, but we are being brought to new life in Him through the power and working of the Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters, do you believe? Will you repent, my brothers and sisters? Will you, 
will you and I recognize how God is working in your life and my life or not? Or are we still acting like we are the center of the universe, acting like spoiled children, where everything has to be according to our way, where, where we're never happy or content with what we have, because we're always complaining, always looking at the things we don't have and think that we deserve better. But yet we have lost sight of the good news and how he speaks to us. I preach to myself first when I say that every person that I get to encounter, especially as a military chaplain, I have to see Christ in that person. Whether that person treat me with dignity or respect, whether that person love me or not, whether that person uh, somehow is nice to me or not. The cross remind me that Christ died for me, just that Christ died for that person. So therefore, I must seek Christ in that person, in that encounter, in that relationship, in that moment in time. My brothers and sisters, repent and believe in the gospel. Don't allow yourself and myself to be held back by the things of this world. Go into the desert, shed away everything, and allow God to speak to us and give us new life.